We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome uh, to the Week 8 edition of the Prop Shop Show here on Roto-Grinders. I am Britt Devine, joined by Mr. Chief Justice 06, Will Priester. Will, what's going on? We are, uh, you know, we were talking pre-show outside of, I think, one week. This has been, you know, a print fest, I think, for a lot of people in terms of the props we're doing on Tuesdays. The line movement, generally, we get in our favor. We, I saw some really huge Twitter screenshots, mostly from your plays uh, from last week's show. Uh, a couple of mine were thrown in there, too. But, dude, I'm so glad that we get to do this show together every week. We're helping ourselves out. We're helping the people out. And I love the fact that we get into these before the sports books even put out the props for the most part. Yeah, man. It's – I mean, it's it's fantastic, really. Um which, you know, this show on Tuesday, I mean, it comes together for us pretty much, like you said, every week outside of, I want to say week, was it last week or the week before? I think it was last week where it was, not this past, no, not this past week, the week before that, so week five? Week six. Uh, week six, sorry. Where it was, uh, it just, things just didn't break our way. But, I mean, if you follow last week, man, I mean, pretty much, Pretty much everything we were on hit. I mean, I know I, I went back to the McPherson well, and that didn't work out. Um, and I, I'm always going to be team kicker. But all our other props, man, the rushing props, the receiving props, the passing props, uh, I'm, I'm just going to victory lap myself on this one, you know, taking taking the Wilson unders on uh, on on both both sites or pretty much all the sites. That, that was incredible. So, um Super pumped about that, and then, you know, we get to get into it this week. I know you've got some props loaded up. I've got some props loaded up, and uh, I think we can we can help the people yet again. Yeah, I've got seven, maybe eight props ready to talk about personally, and I know you always have a nice long list, too. We'll have to see how many intersect. I know we're definitely on one of the same, and we sort of disagree on one, but we'll hash that out. Maybe 
maybe I'm right on one site and you're right on another. Uh, but yeah. let's talk. Let's talk about. <laughs> let's talk about Thursday night. There's not a full slate of props available because we're at least from the Baltimore side. We're waiting. Bateman and Mark Andrews, I don't believe, practice today. So there's not really a whole lot going on here. And those dudes are very important to this Baltimore offense. And that could shape basically how the game plays is like Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. These guys should have they should have given it up last year, Chief, because their seasons are not looking too good right now. What are you looking at for Thursday night? I generally I don't need to play on Thursday night. Right. I don't like anything on, on Thursday night personally as it sits right now. Is there anything standing out to you? Uh, I think that the, my main two props for Thursday night are Lamar passing yards and probably Gus Edwards rushing yards. Outside of that, I'm not thrilled about anything else. Like one of these Tampa Bay receivers is probably going to get there. If I had to choose, maybe it's Mike Evans just because he kind of had a letdown, dropped that big touchdown pass. But even still, he still got there from a yardage standpoint. It just, you know, he cost him a lot of points early. I, I still think Mike Evans, because of his the type of targets that he gets, um, he's in play. I hope, and, and this is just looking ahead, if you're on prize picks, I hope that we get a Chris Godwin targets prop again. He was at seven and a half against the Panthers, and I took that, and I, he, he had 12. If Even if he's at eight and a half, I'm, I'm always going to project Godwin around 10. So if we get that later in the week, I, I'm absolutely going to take that one. Um, but, yeah, I'm, at the beginning of the season, you would have thought this game may have been fireworks. I'm just – I'm not thrilled about this game this week. Um, and so I, I'm not going to do too much reaching until we get the, the other props on the board. Yeah, I'm hoping we were sort of talking a little pre-show too. I'm hoping they give us uh, Justin Tucker field goals. They give us Justin Tucker kicking points, and I hate kicking points. I would pretty much just take kicking points under across everybody. I hate kicking points that much. Uh, they've given us <laughs> suck-up field goals, but especially if Andrews, especially if Andrews is out, and then if Bateman is also out, we got to see what happens on this on Wednesday and even on Thursday. I, I don't know. You mentioned you like this Lamar Jackson pass yards. You didn't say which side of it, Chief. I'm I'm wondering here. Is it the under or is it the over? Well, so so here's the thing. If those guys are in, I think I'm I'm in on the over. Mm-hmm. If they're out, I'm probably taking the under, and then I'll parlay that and I'll just take his over rushing yards and some other cards. Mm-hmm. And and Gus Edwards rushing yards over. Like I, I think they both go over in this spot. Like I don't I don't feel like they're they're gonna shut this this uh offense down. I mean, we saw Deontay Foreman go for over 100 against this Tampa Bay team at home, you know, and Chuba Hubbard do his own damage as well. Both guys were serviceable. And I was kicking myself because both of them were, I think, under 40 yards rushing on the props. Like, I was just so mad at myself for not taking those props because they were fairly low for a full game. But, you know, I'm absolutely going to have some of Lamar passing, depending on how this breaks out. But either way, I'm going to I'm going to take him over rushing at 60 and a half. It's high. But if they're in control of this game, this team's going to run the ball down their throat in the second half. Yeah, so just make sure everyone to pay attention. I like Chief's point of taking the targets on Chris Godwin. I think that's a very safe bet, even at the eight and a half. And I do agree with you. If there was a receiver I was taking yards, I do like Mike Evans on that one. Everything else on the Thursday's night slate as it stands right now, I'm not in love with. 
And I know some people, they got to play every night, all the props, all the time. That's not me. I pretty much only play if I like the prop. Personally, I'm okay taking a day off. And we got NBA, second half NBA, NHL. There's so many different things I can play. Oh, my gosh. I don't need to stress out over a Thursday if I'm not loving the props. Uh, So that's a little bit short for a Thursday because normally Chief and I like a couple of the Thursday plays, and we're off of them this week. So we're going to see what we like in terms of some of these other stats that they have up. Now, it's basically just pass yards, rush yards, and receiving yards for Sunday. Uh, we've sort of settled into this, Chief, where we do pass yards first. It's just what's first on prize picks. And, again, I, I don't always want to make this a prize pick show, but, one, it's, it's pretty easy to use. Two, it's generally where the best props are earlier in the week. There are some nice underdog plays, especially if you like unders, because a lot of their props are juiced up a lot higher than they are on prize picks. I know Chief's got a couple of those lined up. But let's talk passing yards. I think the first one we we talked pre-show, we're both on it, is this Trevor Lawrence, 230. And, Chief, I'm not an under player, but if I've ever seen an under, this is it. Yeah, listen. This is in in London, too, where strange things happen. Yeah, I I'm very excited about this one. And and Britt, I think we talked about this pretty sure a little bit too. I've literally taken the under on quarterbacks passing yards against Denver every week. Britt, can you tell me how many times it's failed me? Just generally speaking. I would say maybe once, probably none. None. I haven't missed on taking the unders on Denver not once. Um, we were in the prop shop talking one week and I told everybody, Hey, I'm taking the under on Derek Carr. Everybody thinks I'm crazy. And guess what? Derek Carr's under big time. So Denver's de- Denver's defense, man, they really have shut down passing yards. It, it's been insane. Uh, and, and a part of that is their style of play. They want to run the ball. They want to control the clock. And so, uh, Trevor Lawrence at two 30, I'm taking the under, He's on underdog as well at 220. I'm still taking the under there. Like I, I'm absolutely you know taking the under on Lawrence at 220 and a half and 230 and a half. Um, that that's one of my favorites. I think my second under on the week for passing yards. Even though this team is going to be behind, I I still think the other team beats up on them and their defense still controls this game. And that's Aaron Rodgers at 245 and a half. Like. I, I, I can't in good faith think that Aaron Rodgers is about to light up the Buffalo Bills defense with the way this team is playing and the mission that Buffalo is on. So 245 and a half, that, that's another favorite for me. It's Sunday night football anyway where strange things happen. Uh, I'm just hoping the strange things continue to land in our favor with this under at 245. Like as it stands right now on prize picks, those are absolutely my two favorites. And I'm also, Britt, I actually think this might be the first time I felt really comfortable taking a quarterback overpassing and a quarterback underpassing. And and this is just, we're not getting the same, you know, extreme payout that we did last year at 4X. But I feel very confident taking Josh Allen over 295 and a half and Aaron Rodgers under 245 and a half. Or I can wait to see if Josh Allen pass uh, attempts come out past completions, fantasy score. Like, I can wait to see if those things come out. But I'm absolutely taking the under on Aaron Rodgers. Like, there's, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, the uh, I'm definitely on the Trevor Lawrence. Aaron Rodgers, you can definitely convince me, and especially if you like the over on Allen, right, because that gets boosted up to the 3.5x, which is plenty. And if you mix in a couple other team props, you can get a 12x, a 12.5x. Uh, 
if you're doing a, a four four pick or a five pick, something like that. Uh, so I'm definitely on those. I love the Trevor Lawrence under. I'm certainly on that. Let's hash it out on one where it might be a little bit uh, of a difference of the sights. So I'm on the Zach Wilson over 170 for a couple of reasons. One, because he's at 200 on underdog. And I expect the, the line to come out from the sports books probably somewhere closer to 200 than 170. So, I mean, you can sort of, if you wanted to arbitrage, you can try to play a Zach Wilson lower and a, and a higher. But I just think, right, they lost Brees Hall. And I guess it's the Patriots. And I think the Patriots just showed themselves that, I don't know, are, are they really that good? They just got smoked by the Chicago Bears. So I'm, I'm looking at Zach Wilson at 170. They lose Brees Hall, who, of course, they're going to run the ball when they figured out they had Brees Hall. Because Brees Hall looks like legitimately one of the best running backs in the league until he got hurt. I think they're going to have to pass a little bit more. Maybe Elijah Moore gets back into the lineup. Still got Corey Davis. Uh, You've got Wilson. You've got uh, a couple of tight ends that can catch here. I think they might have to throw a little bit more in this game. The 170 just seems too low. I'm willing to guarantee this is at like 190 plus when the sports books come out. I'm just looking to get on that line a little earlier chief why do you like the under and again if you were going to take the under find something on underdog because he's at 200 on underdog yeah exactly we were in the same predicament last week i still wanted the the under on both for what it's worth uh this week uh i'm absolutely still on the under or underdog at 200 and a half like that that's that's like another one of my favorite props. I'm still on the under for Aaron Rodgers there as well. I know he's at 235. I'm still I'm going to take the under there, but um Zach Wilson 200 and a half underdog. That that's where my where the line is for me this week. Last week I felt better because it was Denver. Um it, it, as we've seen once again, Denver just keeps limiting passing yards like nobody's business. I do still still feel confident that Zach Wilson Still goes under 170 and a half, but I think this is the week where I'm just willing to take it on one site. And that site's probably just going to be underdog right now. Um, so th- that that's kind of my read on the situation. I, th- I think I think Justin Fields got going in the running game in Monday Night Football. He hit some throws, don't get me wrong, but I think he got going enough in the rushing game to where he just had the, the New England defense off kilter. And they were able to score some points. They went through a quarterback change. The defense still played okay overall. They doubted the sacks. I definitely think, uh, you know, Justin Fields has more escapability than Zach Wilson. So Zach Wilson is going to have to hit some throws to hit this number. I'm still, I still feel like I'm under 170 and a half, Brett, once again. But I, I don't think I'm willing to risk it this week. I, I, I'm just going to take the 200 and a half on underdog. And uh, perhaps we, we split it in the middle. And if so, I'll be just fine with that. Chief, 171 passing yards, that's a win for both of us. I'm okay with that. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm not touching him on underdog. I'm playing the over in prize picks. You got the under on underdog. How about we both win? That sounds good to me. Yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. I am perfectly fine with that. All right, let's get to anything else on passing yards, or you want to move on to rushing yards? Rushing yards, I've got – this is where the meat of my plays are this week. Yeah, passing, passing. I'm, I'm gonna just kind of take a wait and see approach. I do think Kirk Cousins is interesting against Arizona, but at 265, I still feel like that's a high enough number for me to stay away. Um, Jared Goff at 240 against Miami. 
Like, if Miami's in control of the game, I think Detroit will have to throw, but it's still high enough for me to stay away. Dak is at 250 against Chicago. It's high enough and low enough for me to stay away. So I'm just kind of uninterested. If there was any other guy that I feel like I would take this week, I think it's Davis Mills at 225 and a half against Tennessee, where they may be behind. Um, but Tennessee should chew up a whole bunch of clock in this game with Derrick Henry. Those are just kind of leans until we get some more props on the board for the rest of the week. But the ones that I've given out or you've given out, those are the ones I feel really confident in right now. All right. I'm going to go to rushing yards. I put one of one – of, uh, I, I put two up on scores and odds, basically late Monday night or early Tuesday morning, if anyone's a subscriber over there, uh, to generally try to get ahead of line movement. Now, neither of these have moved yet. Uh, I'm on an under. I'm on Aaron Jones under 50 and a half, Chief. So, one, the Bills, uh, no single running back has gone over 50 and a half against the Bills yet this year. They, yeah, they're allowing sure. 52 They're allowing fifty-two yards per rush for run backs as a whole, right? And last I checked, A.J. Dillon's still back there. And they're allowing three yards per carry. And, th- like, they're going to abandon the run game. Jones has 42 yards combined in his past two games. This is, yeah. I'm not an under player. I like overs, but this is one of the easiest unders on the board to me this week is the Aaron Jones under 50 and a half. I have played this probably about 20 different times between basketball tonight and the rest of the props I've talked about. I'm going to mix it in with some of Chiefs props too. So I put this up on scores and odds. The line hasn't moved. Uh, I gave it to the prop shop early this morning, Chief. So if you are in the prop shop, sometimes I'll drop a little some of my scores and odds premium plays for the people as a little uh, token of appreciation. Uh, but that's one of my favorite ones. Uh, let's see a couple others I'm looking at this week. I've got, uh, let's just go right back to Kenneth Walker at 76 and a half. This is what, like at least 10 yards too low chief against the giants. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Kenneth Walker has been a beast uh, here recently. And once again, he's at home again. Uh, so I, I like Walker a ton. At 76 and a half as well. Uh, I'm gonna give you my favorite one, and it's no it, it shouldn't be a secret. Derrick Henry's facing Houston, folks. I, I repeat, Derrick Henry's facing Houston, and he's he's finally I, back. I got this one too. I got this. And one I don't too. care. Like, I, I don't care if he's at hundred. Like, he's been going through defenses that he shouldn't be going through. We saw what Josh Jacobs was able to do, and here's the thing about Derrick Henry, right? He does have big playability. So, you know, and we were in the prop shop on Sunday, and every, it wasn't a tilt on him. We said, I don't want anybody to think that. But it was just kind of like, man, Derrick King was at like nine rushes for 29 yards. And then guess what he does? He breaks one for 30 yards. Then he picks up two or three more, three or four more, two or three more. Then another drive. He breaks one for 15, 18 yards. Like the big play is always going to come on top of the little three, four, six. And, and you look at the end of the game, he's got 25 carries for 120. And this week he gets Houston, in which he should be able to pop at least one or two big ones. And so at 100 and a half, he should get enough touches. Uh, I like this a ton. He's higher on underdog this week. He's at 105 and a half. I'm just going to keep getting it on prize picks until they boost him up or until underdog drops it down. Um, Mm -hmm. But I am very much in love with Derrick Henry, one of my favorite props on the board. Uh, I'm going to keep, and I do mean keep, taking guys uh, against Houston until it doesn't work anymore. Another favorite of mine so far 
It's a lot higher than it has been, Britt. I'm willing to roll the dice. I took a shot with this last week as well, and it didn't materialize for both of the running backs because Zeke took a shot in the knees and that really limited his upside. But he was on it over 65 and a half. I'm telling you right now. He was well on his way, but he took this shot in the knees and I think, I don't know, second or third quarter or something like that. And so Pollard ended up getting a, a good chunk of the carries, you know, more than he would have gotten. And we saw what Pollard was able to do. And now we get Raheem Mostert, who should get 15 to 20 carries against this team. Miami should be in control of the game, and he's at 70 and a half. Is it higher than usual? Yes. Do I care? No. I think Raheem Mostert is absolutely going to smash through the Detroit Lions defense, just as all the other running backs have done. So I like him a ton again this week. And the one thing about it, as the season goes along, we start getting kind of these auto plays, right? I'm going to take a running back against Detroit. I'm going to take a running back against Houston. We did the same thing last week. And, and, and this is just in terms of Josh Jacobs to tell you just how much the books caught up. When we started getting on Jacobs last week, Britt, he was at 72 and a half. By mm-hmm. the end of the week, he was at 84 and a half. I mean, it was, it was crazy. So I think Mostert may get up to 74 and a half. I think, I, I think this is one where he may get, get, get up at least another four and a half yards or four yards. I think we see 74 and a half by Sunday. Uh, I would still take the over on that, but I definitely think it's 70 and a half. Let's go ahead and get in on it now. Yeah, I like Mostert. Uh, a little Derrick Henry nugget. In nine of his last 10 divisional games, he's gone over 100 yards, Chief. So uh, or, so anytime he plays teams in his little same uh, division, oh. goes bananas on. So can, absolutely can, love that. Can I back up the passing yards one more time? I left off one on Undog that I meant to go over that we didn't talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. What do you and got? that was G- Geno Smith at 248 and a half on Underdog. Like, I- I'm absolutely taking the under on 248 and a half um, facing the Giants. Like the Giants defense has been fairly good this season and the the style of play for the Giants as well in terms of they're going to be predominantly a run-heavy team. And so if they get it going on the ground, they're going to chew a clock. They're going to put a little bit more pressure on you. They get a couple, you know, stops. They get the ball. They run some more. So I don't think Geno's going over 248, especially with with, uh, DK Metcalf out. Like I I just Mm – I don't see him going over. So at 248 and a half, I think that's very high for a matchup with the Giants, even though they're at home. So that's another favorite of mine on a, on underdog. Yeah, you can here. Why don't I just do the Zach Wilson Geno Smith combo? You can just pop that in right now if anyone's watching. That looks like a nice little combo. Oh yeah. Uh, if you if oh, you're yeah. on Chiefs on that. Uh, I want to go back to running back real quick. Uh so we've got Kenneth Walker over 76 and a half on prize picks. Derrick Henry over 100.5. Aaron Jones under. 50 and a half, Mostert, 70 and a half. Let's give the people a five pick, Chief. Uh, what is Christian McCaffrey doing yeah. at 55 and a half? Exactly. <laughs> I, I was waiting for this. Uh, what is I, he doing? He, he almost hit that number in limited touches yeah. in his first week. He was with the team for what, three days? Two not days? Not even. Yeah. I mean, so at 55 and a half against, against the Rams, uh, sign me up, man. I, I'm all aboard the Christian McCaffrey train. Um, and look, sneakily, I do think Damian Pierce is okay as well. But I don't, I'm, I'm, not on, I'm not on Pierce's. I've been on Pierce every week, basically. I think it's about right. Tennessee, very tough against the run. You beat them through the air. So I would definitely play the Mills angle that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think I'm willing to roll it. Like, But that's what I wouldn't play in like every card. Um, that would be like a one or two card match for me. 
But these other ones, like, trust me, I, I'm probably going to have Henry and most of the – I'm going to be hammering these guys. I threw that five pick in of the running backs. I think that was too juicy to pass up. So yeah. all the five we oh, had, yeah. uh, everyone can ride along with the shop on that one. I think we're on the way to uh, victory. Oh, you had Zeke in there too at 65. Or no, you didn't have Zeke. You had most. No, no Zeke this uh, week. That was last week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, when the Tony Pollard prop comes out, I'm definitely, whatever it is, I'm taking the over on that chief. So we're going to, I got I'm going to play that one once that comes out. Oh, yeah. uh, let's see. Anything else? I wasn't really thrilled. Let's see. I don't hate what? Sanders is probably about right. I was on Kamara. Last. Kamara should have the got game, there if you asked the me. The game script got us on that yeah. one, man. Like he was on his way, and they just—I mean—they had to throw the ball. So that's it for the rush yards. Let's go to receiving yards. I'm going to just throw out the other play I had on scores and odds this week. This is uh, let's see here is is DeAndre Hopkins 67 and a half. This is way oh, too low. Come on. Come on. Yeah. So he is at 79 and a half on underdog. So the Hopkins, uh, what do you have? 14 targets, 10 receptions, 100 plus yards. Minnesota gives up the fifth most yards to wide receivers on the year. He's going over. Get your DeAndre Hopkins props in now. If you're playing any NBA today, tonight, or tomorrow, I would imagine these moves, but when the props come out at the sports books, prize picks starts adjusting them relatively immediately afterwards so when Hopkins comes out at 75 and a half on DraftKings or FanDuel or whatever he's going right to there on price picks you got to get in now get in early if you want some DeAndre Hopkins uh, an easy over there the only other receiving prop normally I love receiving props chief I don't really like a lot of them the only other one I found so if you're going to play Davis Mills this is the Brandon Cooks week in my opinion uh, going up against Tennessee, you got Nico Collins, probably isn't going to play in this game. Yeah. So I like Brandon Cooks. The over 55 and a half is too low. Finally, without Collins, I'm liking them to throw. Uh, I think he's over 60 on underdog. But this one, this is like a fringe play for me. The only receiving one I'm actually really on is that DeAndre Hopkins one. It's just, it's too good. Yeah, what I will say is, I, I think Justin Jefferson, even at 90 and a half, it feels high. I feel like this is a big week for the number one guys. And so uh, I, I like Jefferson over 90 and a half. Past few games, he's been, you know, well over 100. And, you know, I, I don't think Arizona is going to be able to keep up. As a result, I, th I think Justin Jefferson has big plays here, which is what's going to get him there. Because if the game gets somewhat out of hand, um, then, of course, you know, we need to be leaning on Dalvin Cook. But I still like Jefferson at nine and a half. I know the number is high, but I like it. But here's what I'm going to do, Britt. I think gonna, I'm still going to wait and see because there are other props we can get on these guys that can get us there, like targets and receptions. Yep. And so that that's why, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Um, I think with, with – and I kind of want to cover a category this week. Let's just introduce a new segment, Britt. Categories not spoken of, right? Like mm -hmm. the, not, the ones that aren't up yet. Um, in terms of past completions, last week – and this, this, someone mentioned it in the prop shop, and then we all kind of got on it, and I think it was a good idea. Um, we were looking at um, Jacoby Brissett past completions, and it was at 18 and a half. What I'm telling you, Brent, is Jacoby Brissett has pretty much hit 21 completions every game this season. And if, even if he comes in at 19 and a half this week, because of the way Cincinnati's scoring right now, it is a division game. I'm not expecting Cincinnati to run away with it, 
But I think Cincinnati's got more explosiveness than the Browns, especially with David Njoku out. So I really like uh, his completions. Uh, Tyreek Hill receptions. I want to see if he comes in at six and a half again. If so, yep. take over. He'll um, come in at six and a half. Yeah, so I, I'm going to take the over again. I think he's just getting too many of these short targets that he can turn into big plays. I do want to see what his targets are. I I feel like the max on these targets has been nine and a half, ten and a half. If he comes in at nine and a half, I think I'm going to take the over. Uh, don't forget about the Chris Godwin over uh, nine and a half. Uh, and then we don't – if Matthew Stafford comes up with interception, with the interception prop, just take it. Like he's throwing one every game, um, just hasn't been playing well. So that's another one we can get. And then also in terms of touchdown props, as crazy as it sounds, if we get a Nick Chubb touchdown prop, I think I'm taking the over. He gets around the goal line, they're going to give him a chance to get in. Um, and, I, you know, even though they're going to be throwing the ball. You think they throw us a Derrick Henry touchdown? No way, right? No way. No way they give us one against Houston. <laughs> <laughs> if, if they do, if they do, That's I am weak. in on it. Yeah. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, also a target prop. And then um, um, in terms of carries, I do like Raheem Mostert yards, but let's see if he comes in at 14 and a half carries. He came in at 15 and a half this week. I th- actually, I think he came in at 14 and a half and they raised it. I'm still expecting Miami to be in control of this game. If he comes in at 14 and a half carries, or rushing attempts, take the over. Uh, we're going to be fine. Um, and so th- those are a couple I want to put out there that I don't think are up there. They're not up there now, but I definitely think we can uh, we can get in on those. Same thing for Brian Robinson. Um, Brian Robinson came in at, I think, 12 and a half last week, and he was at 20. Now, I know that we're facing Green Bay, different scenario. Maybe they give us 12 and a half again. I doubt it. They probably give us 14 and a half. If so, I'm, I'm a little leery of that one. But if we get them at 12 and a half again, 13 and a half, I'm willing to take the over. Yeah, you got to keep on the board. And I know when the prop shop opens up on Sunday morning, all the tackles and assists are up there. Yeah. I know I know you pick out some good ones for those. So just keep an eye on the board all week long. I like the Chief dived into some of the props that aren't even going to be up. Uh, because that is a, a great way. And as soon as they come up, too, you got to get on these. Because, again, if they come up on uh, Wednesday night, tomorrow night, and yeah. then the sites put up the carry props Thursday morning or Friday, they'll adjust it to the sports books pretty much immediately. So this is why we do the show on Tuesday, so that we can get DeAndre Hopkins at 67 and a half. So we can get Christian McCaffrey at 55 and a half. You know, we can get the lines before the sports books put them out and then the prop sites adjust to them. That's why I like prize picks and underdog. They're the two I mainly play on because they, they don't fear putting out lines before the sports books do. So they haven't, yeah. the, they've got the go ahead to go ahead and do it. Cool with me. I will gladly play all the props you throw at me on uh, earlier in the week before the sports books put them out. The, the more props we can get chief, the better. Yeah, and Brent, let, let me say this too in terms of receiving yards. We do have some slight discrepancy in, in the Buffalo guys. Like Gabriel Davis is a yard higher, but uh, Stefan Diggs is a, is a few yards higher. He's at 92 and a half, and on prize picks, he's at 82 and a half. And if you like Josh Allen, I'd absolutely be getting on the Diggs prop and the Davis prop. Like this is one where I think we can take Allen over. Uh, um, 
Let, let me ask you on this. So, so I don't know if I'm on – the Packers are allowing the fewest passing yards per game in the league. And I know it's Josh Allen, and I know it's Buffalo coming off a of bye here. But that doesn't bother you at all? Not at all. But here's why, though, Britt. Buffalo is content throwing the ball the whole game. That's true. Like, they just keep throwing – they don't even care. Like, they'll be up by 20. And guess what they'll be doing? Pushing the ball down the field. Push the ball down the field. Push the ball down. So, um, Allen's just shown us that he's going to get it done. And so, um, once again, if I might take some alternate Allen props, like past past completions or passing attempts or his fantasy points prop. Like, if it comes out reasonably, reasonable enough, I'll hop off the passing yards and get some of the other ones. Maybe even his rushing yard attempt with how bad Green Bay's been on the ground. So I'm saying, like, there are other ones, but I still think Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis can go over these totals. Yeah, this is one catch, two catch, one catch, or probably two for Davis because that's just how he rolls. Right. I right. I would have no problem playing the Gabe Davis 55 and a half because you got to think Alexander is probably uh, I don't I don't know if they shadow, but he'll probably get more digs and Davis. They just manufacture these random. 45, 50 yard bombs to him. It's seemingly it's incredible. Year. Yeah. I don't know how they're able to do that in today's NFL. Anything else really standing out to you? I think we went through, I, I mentioned the cooks. I, I didn't really like these, <laughs> the Atlanta lines are so low. Drake London's a 39 and a half, but they, they, they legitimately don't want to throw the ball. They won't just want to run the ball 35 times a game. And against Carolina, they might be able to, even when they're down 20, 30 points, they still just want to keep running the ball. They're doing everything they can to not have Marcus Marietta throw the ball. So these are low, but I still don't think I'm touching those. Everything else looks probably about where it should be. It's early in the week, Chief. I think we got enough props for the people to, to start making some teams. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think this is a, you know, I think we've given out enough. And hopefully once again this week, man, these people ride it to the meet. Uh, I'm planning to ride it to the money on Sunday. Get your round robins ready, and, and let's keep profiting. Yeah, uh, if you want access to the prop shop, you can just join the Roto-Grinders Discord. Uh, up near the top, you'll find the prop shop. It is free. It doesn't cost you anything at all. You get a great community led by Chief. I'll drop in there from time to time. I know uh, Reeves is in there. He does the NBA projections. So, you know, if you like the Roto-Grinders NBA projections, you got them one of the minds behind it in there, dropping some knowledge all the time. There's a lot of really smart people in there. You've got people comparing the odds of Pinnacle to FanDuel to DraftKings to all of the prop sites all the time for you, giving you the nuke plays. You know, that, that's a little term we use here when we put a lot of money on something. It's just a great yeah. community full of people all trying to beat the books. This isn't DFS. We're not beating up on each other, guys. We're just beating up on the books, and that's a lot more fun to me, Chief, than steal, stealing your money, Chief. I want I want the books money. Not yeah, yours. give us I'll the take books. Yours, I'll take yours if I have to. But. Yeah, give <laughs> us the books for sure. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, that's going to do it for the Week 8 Prop Shop Show. Chief, thanks for coming on and doing this with me, and thanks for the great community you've set up in the Discord. Everyone, good luck out there this week. Thanks for watching, and we out you.